Seth is 18 now, but I'm like, what, what did I need when he was eight? What did I need when he was 10? What would have been helpful? That's what I'm trying to do is create what I wish I would have had as a mom back then. When you're a parent trying to support your kid, you will do whatever it takes. There's going to be a lot of fear mongering, a lot of marketing, all these things telling you that your kid is broken and that you need to fix your kid. They're not broken children. Join their world rather than working so hard to make sure that they can fit in our world and, and make the most of it. Hello, everyone, and welcome. I'm Gilda Evans bringing you the Autism Resource Podcast. This podcast and the ARP website are your one-stop knowledge and resource base for autism and much more. I'm happy to have Megan Smith as my guest today. Megan is the founder of Harmony Restored, a company focused on helping individuals heal from the stress that is at the root of their physical and emotional pain. Megan is also president of Guiding Arrow Nature Camp, a nonprofit regenerative farm and healing retreat center specializing in providing transformative outdoor experiences in a safe and nurturing community for children and young adults on the autism spectrum and their families. <laughs> Welcome, Megan, and thank you so much for taking time to join me today to discuss your terrific organization. <laughs> Hi, thank you. I'm so happy to be here. To get going, what led you to pursue a career in holistic healing? So my son, he is 17 now, almost 18. He was diagnosed with autism when he was about age 15 months and two years old. He didn't get his official diagnosis until he's about eight. Um, and he's the reason why I do everything I do. And, you know, I think it was, he was about three or four and he wasn't quite diagnosed, but I remember the doctor just being like, you know, there isn't really anything we can do. This is just how it is. Basically deal with it. And my mama bear just got ignited because I knew he was miserable. He was the kid who was banging his head against the wall and screaming all day. And I just, I wasn't, I couldn't just sit by and say, okay. And so I went down this rabbit hole of alternative healing and swam my way through all that muck and, and figured out what works for our family and for us. And so now I personally help people on the spectrum, families with kids on the spectrum, but a, a wide range of all sorts of symptoms. My son, Seth, is is why why I'm here and why I do everything I do. Yeah, isn't, isn't that amazing how us mama bears, we get inspired by those sort of things and yeah. do something about it. You know? Right, right, right. Uh, yeah, yeah. Couldn't, I couldn't sit back. <laughs> yeah, so then share some more details, if you would, about how your work supports neurodivergent individuals and their families? So in two ways. So I will focus more on guiding arrow. Obviously my work with private one-on-one -on -one clients, what I do there is a form of energy healing. I do applied kinesiology and all sorts of things to help families with neurodivergent kiddos figure out what they need. If it's emotional healing or if it's, if it's helping coach them through working through a lot of those big emotions that, that kids on the spectrum can have. It's helping them figure out diet or supplements and things. I help them personally one-on-one -on -one with that. As far as guiding arrow goes, nuts, I think where, you know, we'll focus is this is a, it's a nonprofit organization. It's in the fundraising stages. We don't have a farm yet. We are currently just doing pop-up events and just trying to raise awareness. But the whole mission is to create a safe place for kids and young adults to come and have these outdoor experiences. My son in particular, when he was younger, he really, really thrived when he was outside. And at the time when he was little, my husband and I 
lived in the city and he didn't really have any natural places to go and be himself. And everywhere we did go, it was, you know, things are too loud, things are too bright. And it was just, he was miserable. My mother actually had moved out to the country in Virginia and we started visiting her and we noticed that every time we came out, he could just be himself and he could be outside and be loud and it was all okay. And again, when you're a parent trying to support your kid, you will do whatever it takes. And so at this point we were like, okay, let's just go. So my husband at the time and I sold everything, moved out to the country, bought a farm and that experience for Seth was so transformative. And now he's uh, a very successful senior in high school. He's got a job. He's got good grades. Everything is is good there. Um, but even, about a year and a half ago, my kids were all talking about that experience of living on the farm. And they were just like, Mom, we need to do this. Like, we need to do this for other kids. Like, that was, they were just talking about reminiscing. It was, it was such a great experience that was. And they were like, do you think we could do that? Could we like start, like open a, a camp for kids on the spectrum that could come and families could come too? And I was like, yeah, let's, you know, I've got six kids and run a business. So like, sure, let's start a nonprofit too. <laughs> uh, so yes, the mission of this is to support neurodivergent families where you can come to Guiding Arrow, be out in nature and be able to be yourself. All your quirks, all of your weird things, like bring it out. We all get it. We all love you. We all support you. And creating a really non-judgmental environment for kids to come out and and learn not just social and emotional skills, but also learn life skills. So how to navigate the woods, foraging, building a fire, kayaking, hiking, like all of these experiences that can be difficult otherwise, but to create a, a space where it's safe for them to come. So we're planning on having weeks for kids specifically on the spectrum. And then we have weeks specifically for the whole family to come out. So depending on if your child is comfortable being alone or not, you still have those options of coming out. Oh, that sounds fantastic. <laughs> I mean, I'd like to go. <laughs> right, right. I, well, yeah. That was, that was little short. It's like, what what did I need? Seth is 18 now, but I'm like, what what did I need when he was eight? What did I need when he was 10? What would have been helpful? And this is what would have been helpful. Yeah. Is somewhere where I could go. Because I think for me, I always felt like I had to be careful about where we went or what we did. And I wish I had somewhere to do this. So that's what I'm trying to do is create what I wish I would have had as a mom back then. Right. Now, obviously the camp is an in-person experience uh -huh, uh -huh. and, and you did say that you are fundraising. So is the goal to have this camp available to families and individuals who might be a little more financially challenged and might not be able to afford to pay for it themselves? What is the vision? How will that work? So the vision is, is to have this on a sliding scale basis so that this is completely accessible to all families. Essentially, we would love to have enough donations where this is actually free, 100%. As of right now, we're not there yet. So I have to say, let's keep it on a sliding scale. And that's where, you know, we're just trying to raise awareness and get in the right hands of, of a donor. Because I, we all know 
having a kid on the spectrum or being on the spectrum yourself or whatever it is, it's financially difficult. There's a lot that goes into it. And I would love it if we could fundraise enough so that the families can just come and it's not any sort of financial burden whatsoever. So yeah, and that's part of it. And we've also, we want to set up a kind of like a work trade. So if they are local to the area we're in in Virginia, then they would be able to come and work in the community garden and do different things to, you know, help pay for their child's spot at the camp. Oh, I think that's terrific. Uh, yeah. Now you're in Virginia, but you are obviously open and and welcome anyone from anywhere, you know, that can come to the area and enjoy the camp. Are there things that you do virtually that are accessible for people from anywhere? Yeah. So right now on our website, we have different free resources. We have different things that are, you know, a little ebook for kids that helps teach mindfulness practices. We have um, a free resource online for families where um, it's like connection questions that you can ask at dinner. So really it's what we're doing right now online is trying to offer things to families to help them connect, which is what we will want to do in person. And all we can, if we can, all we can do right now is is offer a free download, then that's what we'll do. But it's it's been interesting because we've had these in-person pop-up events, which have been really fun and really successful. And, you know, we'd love to have as many people from all over the world as possible. But, you know, right now we just don't have a spot quite yet. So we've had people talking to us about building a spot over in the UK. And so we're open to obviously expanding in any way we can, just making this accessible for as many families that need it. So now you talked a little bit about your own personal journey with your son. And what advice would you give to someone who might be feeling a bit confused and anxious, maybe a parent who's just starting out on this journey with a child? What advice would you give about how to best handle the situation? And also, what is it like for you Uh, the experience having a neurodivergent child and then five other neurotypical children. (laughs) How How does that dynamic work? So, well, so I have three kids and my husband and I just got married last October and he's got three kids. He has a 16-year-old son on the spectrum. So we actually have two kids on the spectrum. So Seth is almost 18 and our and my other son is now he's 16. So they are both on the spectrum and then we have we have the four neurotypical kiddos at least for now. <laughs> Who knows. Um it's fun, it's interesting. I love their personalities. But if you had asked me when, you know, when I was a parent 10 years ago, if I loved it, it would have been harder to say that. So my advice to parents is to first just take a step back, breathe. There's going to be a lot of fear mongering, a lot of marketing, all these things telling you that your kid is broken and that you need to fix your kid and you need to do all these things. And I did that. I did all the things. And in the meantime, I lost complete track of myself and who I was. I lost my center. I lost my grounding. And my, my own physical health started to decline pretty rapidly. And if I could go back, what I would have done is found a community. So here in Virginia, if you're local in the Charlottesville area, the Guiding Arrow runs a support group. Find a parent support group if you can, because those are the people that get it. And most people don't get it. And I just remember that being really difficult is like, 
it was really just me and my, my kid's dad were the only people who really understood how to deal with this. So we never went out, you know, I never went out and did things. I was always the caretaker. I never had babysitters and I really, I have to advise against that. Um, So just take a step back, make sure that you are focusing on enjoying the child in front of you and not trying to fix that person because there's nothing wrong with your child. It's a different way of looking at the world. And so don't miss their childhood getting so wrapped up in trying all of these different things to fix them because there's nothing wrong with them. They're not broken children. So take care of yourself, find a support group and just join their world rather than working so hard to make sure that they can fit in our world. Take a pause and just join their world and, and just make the most of it. I have a lot of parents come to me in my private practice and they've got kids on the spectrum. And I would say half of them are hell bent on fixing their child. There's something wrong. This isn't okay. We've got to fix this. We've got to heal this. And then and those are the people that are suffering the most. And it's not because their child is the the worst off. It's because of their mindset around their child. And, you know, a lot of times I will just be talking to the mom and I'll say like, you say all these things, you know, they're not talking and this and that and the other. And I'm like, how is your child? Is he frustrated? Is he upset? Is he, does he seem just angry and all these things? No. Okay. I want you to like hear that, that your child is actually okay. Your child is happy. Your child is doing okay. They're not talking, but like emotionally, your child is, is in a good space. So maybe there's actually nothing to fix here. And so a lot of times I end up supporting the parents and helping them kind of just coaching them through coming to the present moment and coming to really accept their child for who they are. And in turn, really accepting themselves for who they are, because we can't accept others until we accept ourselves. And so, so just, I think that's one of the biggest things that I'm constantly talking to clients about is changing the mindset that there's nothing wrong. It's just different. And we have to learn how to adapt to that. And that this child has, is so incredible and has so many gifts and let's celebrate this instead of trying to fix it. Well said. (laughs) really I I agree with you 100% it's all about perspective and attitude and no our our, the kids are not broken they have their strengths and their challenges just like everybody else and it's up to us to to suss those out and to figure out how to support them however they need to be supported and it's just all about loving and accepting and working together and appreciating what you've got. And so Mm -hmm. I I agree with you (laughs) so much. And I love what you're doing with the camp and all the other work that you're doing too. So tell me, how can our listeners reach out to you if they have questions and if they want to know more? Yeah. So um, just our website is a great place to start. That's guidingarrow.org. So that's www.guidingarrow.org. 
O-R-G. So that's a great place. We've got our social media links on there. You can download free resources on there. In Instagram is the other great place to, to get in contact with us. And that's just guiding Arrow Camp. But again, you can get to that right through the website. So that's where to start. Well, thank you so much, Megan, for your time and for sharing your story with us today. Absolutely. Happy to be here. If you like what you hear, please subscribe to the podcast. You can find it on Apple iTunes, Amazon Music, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and other popular platforms. And don't forget to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And you can always access us and other great resources on our website, autismresourcepodcast.com. I want to thank our listeners for spending part of their day with us. This is the Autism Resource Podcast, and I'm Gilda Evans, reminding you to take care of yourself and that special person in your life. Awesome.